0: Today's episode of Quality Control is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Try Squarespace at squarespace.com and enter offer code QUALITY at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build a beautiful. My guest today is Phil Kohler. He's here to talk about Tembo, the badass elephant, my name is Justin McElroy, and you are listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Welcome to a, a very July episode Sure <laughs> Of Quality Control
1: Well, you know, we, we have to do what we can to keep busy uh, I noticed you couldn't quite keep a straight face there While you were uh, doing the intro, saying the name of the game
0: Well, I got it in my head I, I just thought it, it struck me that it would be funny If it was a guy named Tim And this is his nickname Timbo So Timbo Hey yeah. Timbo like that kind of thing, and sure. that struck me as funny. That's all it takes these days.
1: Mm-hmm. You're uh, really deteriorating so what, quickly.
0: <laughs> what is what is uh, Timbo the Badass Elephant?
1: This is a weird game, and a weird game to describe. Uh, this is a, a 2D platformer, simple enough to believe. Um, you play as an elephant. Um, you're an elephant who's been drafted into wartime, and uh, in order to, uh, to help your side win against the evil phantom army, um, To be clear, that's an army named phantom, not an army of phantoms. Uh, In order to help them win, you're basically going to platform through these levels, smash through a bunch of enemies, rescue prisoners of war. The weirdest part about this game, though, I think is perhaps where it comes from, which is this is published by Sega. You may know from Sonic the Hedgehog, and it is uh, developed by Game Freak, who you probably know as the people who make Pokemon.
0: So that strikes... So there are many odd things here Number yeah. one is the revelation that Game Freak is not owned by Nintendo They are not, That actually, sounds yeah. like they are They are playing a, Nintendo is playing a very dangerous game
1: Yeah, so my understanding uh, You know, stuff with Pokemon franchises Has always been a little weird uh, My understanding is that the way it works is Nintendo and Game Freak share 50-50 ownership um, Over that IP uh, So they really can't do one without the other um. Okay. So there is the you
0: know Nintendo very is very nuclear protected. football kind of like <laughs> your yeah. sub. Yeah, absolutely. The, the commanding officer and the yeah. Uh so it, what were you expecting? Okay. You are the deputy reviews editor of polygon.com, correct? Well, technically not anymore. Technically I'm just senior what, editor, but basically Senior editor, but you're involved in the reviews process. Yeah, absolutely. You got you got you got moved around yes. uh, much like myself, but still you are you have a hand in reviews. You have a hand and figure out who's going to review what. Yep. What led you to review <laughs> Timbo the badass elephant? Because for me, when I saw the name, I actually had to uh, uh, dig my fingernails into my thigh to force myself to finish the sentence that is the title and comprehend it. Like I got bored <laughs> like halfway through.
1: Sure. Uh well I'd seen some videos Uh, I'd seen enough to know what the game was and to I I also didn't like the title very much and you know to be clear there are some people who have showed up in the comments who are like hey I actually think the title's cool um it made me it made me come to the game uh so you know good good on them for that uh but I also didn't like the title very much but I had seen I'd I'd happened upon some some videos you know some of the early reveal trailers and such. And knew the, what the game was, which is this very colorful 2D platformer. And I, I knew I like colorful 2D platformers. And I knew I, I did some digging and found out about the Sega Game Freak thing and thought that was just a really interesting connection. So I thought if nothing else, it would be an interesting game to, to write about just from like what comes from a partnership of Sega and the people who make Pokemon creating a 2D platformer. Um, it just seems so fascinating to me.
0: What I do like about the title is it feels 100% like a PlayStation-era, plat. like, yeah. it's like Crash Bandicoot, Tomba, Timbo. Yep, the there. Outfit. Right next to, to Tomba on the shelf, on the alphabetized shelf. Yeah, right. Um, so what, it, what does it feel like initially? Like, that's so important with platformers. Does it have, like, the right feel? Did you get it right away? Yeah, it, it took a little bit
1: of time, but not too long. Um, the thing that, that Tempo has going, and this is the weird Sega connection, is it, it feels a little like Sonic in some ways, in that it's a game that's very... Uh, it's a platformer that's very focused on momentum and on speed. Um, there's basically a, it's a very simple control layout, but uh, in addition to just regularly like moving forward and backward and jumping, if you hold down one button as you're moving, uh, Tempo goes into this dash, and... Um, And the longer that you're doing that, the faster you're going, Uh, you know, you're barreling through enemies and through, like, buildings and and whatever gets in your way. Um, And then you can kind of modify the dash by, like, you know, tapping the down button and he's going to go into a slide or jumping and pressing the dash button and then he's going to curl into a ball and bounce around. Um, So that that feeling of momentum comes across very quickly. Um, I think... What is cool in Tembo is that it takes a lot longer than to, to um take that and sort of master it and figure out what's the fastest way I can get through these levels uh with the least amount of downtime.
0: I, I think uh the the thing that I was most curious about R. E. the title, besides whether or not it's good or bad, that's that's impossible to say. But um it does Uh, It left me sort of wondering tonally What we're we're looking at with Timbo Like is this ironic Is this like a very earnest sort of thing Like sometimes when when you hear badass It it reeks to me of like False edginess or like A a failed attempt at being edgy Where where tonally does does Timbo sit Um, I would say it's going
1: for more Tongue in cheek uh, goofiness. I wouldn't say ironic necessarily, but almost, almost like Saturday morning cartoon kind of goofy. Um, mm-hmm. Which you know, the word badass probably wouldn't ever make its way onto Saturday morning cartoons. But nevertheless, um, it's it's very much like it's not necessarily telling a, a super serious dark story. There's no actual words in the plot at all. The plot is all presented via uh, these um, dialogue uh, dialogue free motion comics uh, in between levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's it's very like Tembo just running around, smashing through things using a giant bowling ball in some levels to to smash through things. Um, it's, it's doesn't seem to be like trying to say anything serious, or even necessarily trying to seriously present Tembo as like this really edgy badass character. Um, his badass is more in the sense of like he can smash through a ton of soldiers rather than, like, you know, he's, like, a hard-edged, gritty hero.
0: Now, in our overview uh, that I watched, there was a gentleman riding Tembo. Yes. What's the story there? Who's that? Uh,
1: So, there are a couple different collectibles in Tembo, and one of those collectibles is Prisoners of War. Uh, Each each level has ten Prisoners of War hidden around the level. Um, Mm -hmm. Whenever you collect one of those Prisoners of War... You now, how are you gonna extract them from, from the uh the war zone? They just hop right on your back. Hop right on Tempo's back.
0: That's beautiful.
1: And they just hold on. So, uh, you know, as you go, if you're if you're really exploring the levels, going into all the nooks and crannies and getting these prisoners of war, by the end you got a a nice little group of friends riding right on your back. Uh
0: the uh the the score thing, um I I find that my my You mean
1: the thing where we give
0: games scores? <laughs> no, no. The scoring oh. in Timbo. How, uh, how, like, how is that implemented and was it a good mode? Like, I find scores to be very hit or miss with me in this, sure. like, post-arcade era. You know, like, sometimes, like, if it's on a mobile game with leaderboards, a lot of times I'll get kind of into them. Or, I mean, you know, your Geometry Wars or what have you. Like, did you care about your score in Timbo or is it just sort of, like, dressing?
1: Not even a little bit, yeah. I did not okay. really. Uh, they, they do, at the end of each level... Um, rank you uh, based off of how many of your prisoners of war, uh, how many prisoners of war that you you got, um, and how many uh, phantom soldiers you killed, um, and then also the time completed. But I don't think they even rank you on score. Um, hmm. I think the scoring is just like an overall thing. So yeah, I did not. Uh, I I was not pulled in by that and. I think it's more than just a case where it just wasn't for me I feel like the game doesn't actively doesn't really push you to care about the score that much
0: this seems like something uh, that like we well, were talking about the Saturday morning cartoon aesthetic and and tone um, is this something that, that you think kids could get into or is it does it ramp up the the difficulty at any point uh,
1: you know I will say as far as Not like that watching those two it, are necessarily
0: mutually exclusive by the way like c- certainly ki- kids are pretty good at video games it seems better than me in most cases yeah certainly
1: uh i will say you know my my two-year-old son watched a little bit of it and was really enjoying it like just the how colorful it is he likes elephants so that was cool um not to like exactly uh so he he seemed very into it Uh, that said he's you know too young to actually really play games so i i don't know about playing in that perspective but it uh it seems like something that I think kids could get into. Um, it definitely does in the, the final part of the game. Um, there are four worlds, I believe 18 levels total. And I would say the last half, the last two worlds, uh, get very difficult, um, very, very challenging. Um, and in a way that, uh, myself, I was able to, to push through. Um, if I was a really young kid, I, I don't know that I would, if I was say like six or seven, and I had a ton of free time. Then I'd probably just figure it out.
0: Um, Phil, have you ever ridden an elephant?
1: I think I think so. I'm, I'm having a little bit of a flashback right now. I think when I was a, you know, like a kid, uh, we used to do these like carnivals in my hometown, and sometimes really special ones they'd bring an elephant through, and and they would actually sell elephant rides. Um, yeah. so I think I did once. Uh, it but I was be uh, very it young. Seems
0: like it'd be, it seems like it would be pretty sweet.
1: It seems like it. Um, I don't remember going on a rampage. I don't remember knocking over buildings or anything, and that's a little disappointing.
0: Sure. In retrospect, at least. Yeah, uh, like after the Timbo experience. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, how long was this game? Uh, it
1: took me about eight hours. Um, is that you know, enough I, for the money? I, I would say yes. Cost <laughs> I, value analysis, go. I would say it is. Uh, for me personally... But I also got the game for free, so take that for what you will. Uh it took All me right. about it took me about eight hours, but I have seen varying reports. I think it you know, it depends uh how quickly you you blast through everything. If you if you're interested in really exploring the levels and finding uh like POWs and stuff. Uh but so I, I've heard anywhere from like about four hours to eight hours. Um eight is around where I ended up.
0: It looks really good by the way we didn't talk about i i I meant to mention that earlier i've been throwing so much shade at timbo uh it looks really great like it looks it 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 moves very smoothly there's a lot of like competing art styles it seems like like you'll crush something and it, it it a lot of characters feel very uh cartoony and then you'll see some like more realistic items in the in the in the foreground there
1: and there's and there's some weird there's like a comic book element too where um where you'll see like the words pop out for sound effects,
0: and you also hear the He's sound constantly effects. trailed by a bada bada bada. Yeah, that is that is uh, detailing his sound as he moves. Yes, um, I, I will
1: say too, it's it's worth mentioning if you're looking at a screenshot of Tembo and and you're saying I I don't see it, Justin. I don't see why this game looks good. The screenshots, in my opinion, and I mentioned this in the review, I don't feel like the screenshots really do the game justice it's
0: very you kind of have to see it in action it's very detailed and very fluid
1: yeah lot, like yeah there's a lot of cool stuff going on you look at a screenshot and it almost looks a little like a flash game and you're like uh mm-hmm. I don't like it but but in in motion the art style is very nice
0: mm-hmm. um now here is here is my big picture question should game Freak get to make a sonic game
1: oh i after playing Tembo, absolutely, I would, I would love for them to make a Sonic game, and especially with Sega's most recent, you know, I think I feel like Sega does this once every, you know, three, four, five years. But I, I, I recall reading recently they were like, "No, we're, we're, uh, we're going to focus on quality. We're going to revamp the Sonic series and make it good again. We promise." Um,
0: this time though, watch out.
1: How how like like that would be such a, a cool way to deliver on that, to be like we not only do we promise we're gonna make it good,
0: we brought in the Pokemon people to do it. To do uh, it. Yeah, uh, I, I mean that sounds it sounds like it'd be awesome. Phil Timbo, fat ass elephant. You know, it's the summertime. People can go play this and you know, if they want to play a video game, this is definitely seems like a good video game to play.
1: This is a video game, it's been released. Uh, during the summer months During the slow, uh, quiet summer months And it's it's worth playing I think if you like 2D platformers at all If you have any love for that And particularly if you, you grew up loving Sonic And are bummed out by what happened with that franchise I think this will give you a lot of the same feelings That Sonic gave you
0: Excellent, well Phil Caller, Thank you so much for joining us uh, on uh, Quality Control Thank you And thanks to you for listening to the program I want to say a big thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring quality control remember go to squarespace.com uh and enter code quality at checkout and uh get 10 percent off squarespace build it beautiful and uh that's going to do it for us for quality control there's a lot more stuff on polygon.com that you can go enjoy right now but until the next time we have a game to talk about for phil kohler i'm justin mcelroy thank you for listening to polygons quality control